Wake Up with Patty Catter. I love the show. I never miss an episode. It's the best. I turn it on and turn it up. You're listening to and watching Wake Up with Patty Catter. This morning, I have Andrew Lees on the show, and he is with That Entrepreneur Life Podcast. Correct, Andrew? That's correct. Yep. All right. I'm really happy to have you here today. I actually know your partner, Clint. Um, I met him at PodFest a couple of years ago, which is crazy because you and I were recently on Mike Young's show, and I didn't put two and two together until after the show. So I'm very happy to um, interview you, to have you on the show. I want to talk about some of the things that you're doing um, before I gab too much. Would you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about where you're from and what you're doing now? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Patty, for having me on the show. And it is kind of crazy that you know Clint. I missed that PodFest a couple of years ago, which I think it was like the last one of the last conferences before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was bummed to miss that. Uh, but yeah, it really kind of crazy that connection. Mike's been great. And then we have a connection with Adam Bird. So mm-hmm. all, all good stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm Andrew Lees. I, oh, I am a co-host of That Entrepreneur Life. And I also own a product development and product launch strategy business called Stoke Ventures. Um, and I have a, another business too called Grass Racks, where we make bamboo display racks for boards, bikes, and skis. And that's kind of my, my biggest experience with launching a product from start to finish. Um, I live in, in North Carolina with my wife and uh, we have a new baby actually. Um, and it's just kind of an exciting time. And, um, I I'm actually, I'm originally from Pennsylvania and, I uh, live in Texas a little bit and now I'm here in North Carolina. So, so when you were a kid, did you like inventing things or building things or is there anything that you can think of when you were a kid of something that you were passionate about that you're doing now? hundred percent. Yeah, that's it. That was definitely me for a long time. And my my grandfather was an engineer and we would always be building stuff together, working on model trains. Um, and, and I was always I was always inventing new things. Some things weren't actually new. They had already been invented. But as a kid, I kind of thought they were new. Um, but I was I was always really interested in innovating things to help the world. Um, first of all. And second of all, I always wanted to be financially independent and and start a business. Um, and and I thought, you know, kind of I wanted to be an inventor and just invent like a, a million different things. And I thought, oh, you invent something, you make a you know, million dollars, you invent something else, you make another million dollars. And I realized a, a lot later on that that's not exactly how it works. Um, but I have launched a successful, um, product business and, and it, it took a lot. I, I made so many mistakes and I'm, I'm trying to help other people do the same from actually developing the product to figuring out how to strategize the launch and how to actually monetize it in an, in an effective way. Um, but yeah, going all the way back to the beginning, I was always taking things apart and putting them back together and, and driving my mom nuts with that. Um, but I think I got everything back together uh, for the most part. So, <laughs> so She's it worked out. Finding. She's still finding what's this bolt to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the vacuum cleaner kind of works, but not, <laughs> not a hundred percent. Um, so that, uh, yeah, he that, that a hundred percent, uh, 
Oh, I'm sorry, Pat. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that, yeah, that, I was just going to say that translates like that inventive spirit and always working on building things and taking things apart and figuring out how they work. Now I do that full time to help people with their products. That's a really cool thing. It reminds me of, I'm going to date myself here a little bit, but watching um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the inventor on the show, I can just see yeah. you now as a kid, you know. <laughs> taking some things apart, making the vacuum into a blender. <laughs> yep. Yep. Doing some yeah. Different things there. Um, so tell me about if, if I had a product and mm-hmm. what, first of all, what kind of products do you help launch? Yeah. So there, there are so many different kinds of products from physical products to like software as a service type products and app mobile apps. Um, I, I do help with all of it. My specialty, my background is in mechanical engineering um, and aerospace engineering. So um, I don't I don't develop aerospace products, really. But that kind of that allowed me that background kind of allowed me to have some, you know, some extra mechanical engineering experience. That's that's just helped along the way. Um, But so I my focus, the engineering work that I do is focused on mechanical Um, but in order to somewhere along the line, I realized that if I want to not just have a, a, you know, kind of build a job for myself, um, cause I started, I started on my, on my own in 2014. Um, so if I, I, I started doing some consulting work and I realized that I was really just what all I had done was really just created a job for myself. I was only doing product or I was only helping people develop products that I could help develop and that, you know, were just mechanical in nature, but there's so many different people have so many different, you know, product ideas out there that range from mechanical to electromechanical, you know, a lot of things have, uh, are connected now with Bluetooth and IOT internet of things. Um, and, and then there's soft goods and there's mobile apps and there's software as a service. There's all these different things that I knew I personally couldn't help um, with engineering for all of it. So I, I, now I work with a team of engineers who help me with some of that stuff. Um, so now I can offer more of like a full, um, a full end to end service. Um, I can help with, uh, connected devices, um, electromechanical type things, purely mechanical, even, even mobile apps. We do mobile apps too. So, Um, and, and there's different ways. And from the strategy part of it, there's different ways that you want to launch each type of product. Um, but there's, there's always, there's plenty of like common things. There's things that you want to focus on no matter what you're launching to really help you be successful. Um, so those are the kind of things I like to focus on. Mm -hmm. What has been your favorite product that you've, you've created and launched? So my favorite product is definitely Grass Racks, which is uh, the one of the products that I own, and it's a uh, it's a line of bamboo, and we we also have a, another material, Baltic birch now, um, but it's a line of display racks for boards, bikes, and skis. I snowboard, surf, skateboard, and a um, bunch of years ago, I decided that I wanted to display all my boards in my condo. And I'm like, you know, this, I had like a kind of a loft condo type thing. And I wanted to be able to display all my gear and just, you know, make it look really cool. And I didn't have, 
as a guy, I didn't have really, you know, too many decorations. I wasn't really good with that. There's some guys are, but I'm not. So I'm like, all right, at least I can have all my, my cool gear displayed here. But I looked around, I couldn't find anything that, that I would really be proud to, but I couldn't find any racks to, that I would be proud to put in, in my condo. So I just started design. I, I had, at the time I had already been doing product development engineering. I was working for another company. So I'm like, Hey, why don't I do this myself? I'll design the racks. And then I thought, Hey, you know, there's, I think there's a need here because there's, there's a lot of metal foam, plasticky kind of um, junky type stuff out there that you might put in your garage, but you're not going to be happy. You're definitely not going to be happy putting it in a living space. So, um, so Grass racks is definitely my baby. That's that's where I really have learned how to actually develop and launch a product from from start to finish. Um, I think a lot of a lot a lot of engineering product development companies, even the one I worked for up in Pennsylvania for a while, great guys, great engineers, but they had never actually launched a product themselves. So they were working with people who you know, we're trying to launch products. They didn't really know the whole process. And if you don't know the whole process, it's hard to do one component of it if you don't understand the big picture. So um, yeah, grass racks has been, been the thing that I love the most. Mm-hmm. I can see where it would be really intimidating too, because I know whatever project it is that I start out on, I sometimes get intimidated by things if I don't know how it works. And so for those of people out there listening, if you have a product that you have and you just don't even know where to start, I would definitely say get a hold of Andrew because um, he can help you cut through a lot of time just by going, you know, straight to him and he can get all the information that you need. Um, Andrew, I have to ask you because you said that you skateboard and you, you know, biking and all that stuff. Um, what were your parents like when you were growing up doing all these things? Like, were they ever worried that you were going to get hurt? I know my son, he was a skateboarder um, near Fort Bragg. They had a big skate park and it was really cool. But I remember he dropped in on a big ramp one day and I think my heart (laughs) would just be like, Oh my gosh. So how was that? (laughs) Yeah. Um, my mom, so I wasn't, I was not allowed to skateboard for a while when I was, younger. I don't remember when I, when I first started skateboarding was probably around like 14, 15, but before that I wasn't allowed to. Um, and, and I, I kind of understand, you know, it's, it's, it, it is dangerous, but, um, so I, there was definitely some apprehension there for my mom, but actually it's funny because one of my neighbors ended up being the biggest stickler, like for wearing a helmet, I wouldn't wear my helmet all the time. And, um, my mom would try and encourage me, but you know, she, she saw that I was getting better too. So I wasn't like falling a lot, but my, my one neighbor was anytime he saw me without a helmet, he would yell at me. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I don't, I know you, but I don't know you that well. So, I, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there, I mean, it is, it is a little dangerous, but you know, as long as you get the right gear and as long as you're, you know, kind of learning, learning the fundamentals and being kind of careful, it's, um, it's okay. What I think it's crazy about skateboarding is, I mean, you just have to put yourself out there. I mean, if you're going to drop in on a, whatever those are called, (laughs) the ramps, quarter pipes or yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like the quarter pipe, for example, like if you're going to drop in on that, I mean, you 
have to think like, I'm not going to fall because if you psych yourself out, you're going to fall. I mean, I've, I've done the little tiny ramps, you know, with them, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> kind of cool. go over bumps or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, the, yeah. the drop dropping in is if you can do that. I mean, if your son can do that, that's, that's really impressive because it's total commitment. There's not like you can't, um, can't kind of be part of the way down and be like, and try and make any adjustments. You have to know how to do it, commit fully and, and get into it. Yeah. Yeah. That kid, he started at six years old about, and I mean, those ramps were huge (laughs) compared (laughs) to him. Um, so I just kind of look at that as life too, because sometimes we don't know what we're getting into in life and you just got to go with it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What's one trial that you've had in your life and how did you overcome that? Or are you still overcoming that? So I've had, um, I've had a couple of personal trials. Um, I mean, I'd say one of, one of the biggest personally was my parents being, uh, getting divorced when I was younger, I was about three years old. Um, that was, that was pretty tough, you know, for a while. And, um, I think I always kind of figured out different ways of, of getting through it, through it and, you know, sort of understanding it. And, um, I love my mom and I love my dad. They're great people. I realized that they weren't great now as an adult, I realized that they, you know, they just weren't a, a good match together. And so it makes so much more sense now, you know? Um, and so that, that's one thing I think personally that, that I've always dealt with. Um, and then, uh, business-wise, I'd say one of, um, this is kind of business and personal is I was working for a consulting company, uh, in Pennsylvania, I was doing product development engineering. It was paying the bills, but it, like barely anything beyond that, you know, and I was trying to start this business grass racks on the side. And I was really like, I hit a lo- really low point where I had maxed out three credit cards or I was, I maxed out two. I think I was well on my way to maxing out the third. And so I was really completely and totally beyond out of cash, you know, and I still had college loans and I'm lucky to have a supportive family, but I didn't want to like ask for, I'm just, I hate asking for money. Um, it's just not, I just can't do it. It's very tough. And so I just kind of figured out a, a plan to get out of that. And I just had to be really strategic and, you know, careful with my money and, but at the same time, take risks. Like in my business, I didn't stop the business. I didn't stop grass racks. And as soon as I, as soon as I started getting some momentum and kind of digging out of that, that hole, I started Stoke Ventures partially to have, uh, I was planning on moving to Texas, uh, where my now wife was in school down there and I, she couldn't move and I could. So I'm like, it was like, just as I was digging out of that, you know, out of those paying off those credit cards and figuring out myself financially, I was like, all right, let, let me start another business. You know, that makes sense. Which it did. I think it was, it was the right move for sure. It was super scary, but, and I'm, I'd say I'm working every day to overcome that in a way, because I don't ever want to go back to that. I don't want to ever have those problems, those, you know, financial problems again. Um, and business was the solution for me for that. So it's just something, yeah, that I kind of work on every day. And how old is your child now? Uh, he is, he's actually born premature. So he's, um, well, 30, his, 
uh, gestational age would be 33 weeks actually today. So mm-hmm. yeah, he was born at 26, 26 and a half weeks. He's actually, he's in the NICU now. Um, so personally, that's, that's also another, another thing that my wife and I have been going through recently, but he's such a strong, such a strong little guy and uh, works through all these different milestones and, and just, and uh, just does such a great job. We're super proud of him. So, um, but yeah, he's, he's a little guy. We'll hopefully be able to bring him, bring him home in a few months. And we're super excited for that. Wow. I didn't even realize that. Um, that must be, that must be really, really challenging. Um, yeah, it's a balance, definitely juggling business and juggling, you know, that that's, the, he's a priority for sure. But, you know, like even today we're trying to figure out like, okay, when's my wife going to go to the hospital? When am I going to go? Are we going to go together? Which we normally do. Um, and so really normally I've been working is getting up at six or seven, working until 12 or one, and then we go to the hospital. Um, so in a way it's been, it's, it's been good to kind of figure out how to condense my schedule and just get just really do as much as I can in a few hours and that's it. I don't can't can't afford to mess around with with work anymore. So but he's he's been doing great and that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. And you know when um when people meet one another, there's often a lot behind the scenes that they don't realize. So um you have a couple businesses and you're, you know, you went through those financial trials, but you're also going through some family um trials as well. And people just really don't know what somebody else is going through, do they? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm it you really never know. Um and it's easy to kind of I mean, whether somebody's hap- looks happy or looks sad, it's 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 so tough to to really know what's going on. But um, it's always so cool to see people who are just like, like rays of sunshine. Um, when we go to the hospital, there's, there's certain people that we see who it's like, you're amazing. There's a guy who makes stick like the badges, uh, when we get there, you know, he just he prints out labels. Um, and that's, that's all he does. And so, and, and he, he does greet people. So that's super important. But, um, he said it to us, he's like, yeah, this is a simple job. You know, it's, there's nothing to it, but he makes it he goes well above and beyond and just makes you feel like special as you're going into the hospital and you make this connection with them. Like it's so incredible. And so many people wouldn't do that. They'd be like, Oh, I've got this sort of basic boring job and I'm just going to like, I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm going to, I'm that's going to carry over. People are going to notice that, but man, it's so cool when you see people who, even if they, I mean, he could be going through something heavy and I don't even know, but mm-hmm it's so cool to see people who, who are just like, you know what, I'm not going to let that define me. I'm, I'm going to, if I can be inspirational or helpful in any way, even just a positive influence for people. Um, it's so cool when people are doing that and that's what you do on your show. So I, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's really important. It just helps us all keep going in the right direction, you know? Yeah, for Um, sure. So if there's somebody watching the show, and they're interested in saying like, Hey man, I have this product idea. Do you help from the idea all the way into being, or, um, where do you start? Yeah. Right from the beginning, I can help with at any point, you know, even if you've already launched a product and you're kind of struggling with how to really get it out there and how to get more eyeballs on it and to, to sell it and have, um, you know, if you're really struggling to market and sell it, I can help with that too, but I can also all the way back from the beginning, 
where you have that initial idea. Um, I love helping people all the way through. So it could just be something that popped into your head last night. And you're like, you know what? I think this is a, a pretty cool product idea. And you just want to bounce it off of somebody. I'm happy to do that. Happy to you know, take a call with somebody and just kind of walk them through it and, and um, explain to them what my process is and maybe give them some, some ideas, some pointers. And then we can just take it from there. If it seems like something they'd want to move forward with, there's, there's different things we can do from going through the, the product launch strategy. And then if it makes sense then to develop it, we can, you know, I can look at um, what it would take to actually engineer and manufacture the product. So really any, any stage I'm good with, but I love taking those ideas from start to finish. I think that's one of the things I love about you. So we were talking about the man in the hospital, how he just just prints these labels and how people have all these things going on behind the scenes. And you're just a really good example of somebody who has a lot going on. But I think that that makes you more caring in a way. And so I know I'm more apt to do business with somebody who actually is caring and who's putting themselves out there and who's authentic and saying, hey, look, I'm this human being and you're an incredible human being, Andrew. And um, I was so happy to connect with you. And as a business owner, you are the type of business owner I would want to go to for help. So cool. Well, um, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Patty. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. um, Could you share our, uh, your social media outlets with our listeners? Yeah. It's at Stoke Ventures uh, and then at that entrepreneur life USA. Um, and if you want to check out grass racks, it's at grass racks. All right. Now your podcast really quick, before we wrap it up, could you tell our listeners a little bit about what is that about? Yeah, for sure. So the simple way I like to explain it to people is it's kind of like how I built this, but with more strategic, uh, tactical information. So we're, we're looking for, we're, we're looking to understand um, the entrepreneur's journey. So every entrepreneur we have on, we want to understand their, their journey and where they came from. How did they get into entrepreneurship? How did they start their business or businesses? But then we, we also really want to dive into how do they get from idea to monetization? Because in business, that's kind of the point, right? We get into business to add value to, to people's lives, to then make money, um, and, and, you know, give us, um, a means for us to live, right? Like we're trying to, trying to make a living as entrepreneurs and, and definitely money is important to that. So we're trying to figure out what are the things in everybody's business that they're doing that is is actually helping, that's moving the needle that, um, you know, that somebody else could listen to and say, Oh, I haven't tried that yet. That's a great idea. Let me try that. And they can, we want them to be able to implement those strategies like right away in their business. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Andrew. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And to our listeners, everybody who is um, listening to the podcast, then make sure you go to the notes for all of Andrew's links to his businesses and his podcast, The Entrepreneur Life. And those watching, obviously, you're seeing it on the screen right now. And um, everybody, I just really encourage you, if you know somebody who's starting a business, if they have some products, have them reach out to Andrew. He's a friend of mine. I trust him. And that means a lot, as you know, as a listener. I only promote the best. So Andrew, thank you so much for being on. Thanks so much, Patty. It was really a pleasure to talk to you. I always love um, talking about business and, you know, 
personal things. So it, it was great to be on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you everybody for listening. And if you're listening on the radio, don't forget the show is on every Wednesday and Friday. Take care and have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all you do. Follow Patty at Patty Catter on Facebook and Instagram. Get social. You can now watch Wake Up with Patty Catter on Amazon TV and Roku. It's the only podcast I listen to. Be sure to check out Patty's apparel line, The Patriotic Mermaid at thepatrioticmermaid.com and on social media at The Patriotic Mermaid. I love it. 